0: Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. Today we're going to be visiting our role mate Lao Tzu again in chapter 72 of the Tao Te Ching. So come and nestle in on the sofa with us, pull up a cushion, handing you a cup of tea right now so we can all sit together and have a bit of a chat about what was going on in this particular chapter. So, first of all, let's have a little read through of Lao Tzu's offering for today and and see what we think.
1: Chapter 72 When the people lack a sense of awe, there is bound to be disorder or disaster. Never oppress them in their own homes, or interfere with their means of livelihood. If you don't oppose them, they won't try to depose you. So the sage who really knows himself never shows himself off to his people. Loves himself without false pride. Discards the mask and wears his true face.
0: So I quite like the first two lines. When people lack a sense of awe, there is bound to be disorder or disaster. I mean, I'm not sure if my idea of what awe is is the same as what... Lao yeah. Tzu's idea was.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't.
0: I mean, to me, I would say that in this sense, maybe he's he's describing the yoga being state as being awe.
1: Uh, it uh, could could be. Think? It could be. I mean, this whole chapter is pretty obscure. Right? <laughs> I think you'll agree.
0: <laughs> but we're really doing our best for you, folks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, in fact, these last ten or eleven, I think it is chapters, are, are added as a coda at the end they seem to be some scholars seem to think they've got a kind of slightly different status but I mean that's neither here nor there. What we've got is somebody's a a pine dripped out of somebody's notebook in which they've jotted down some thoughts and then at the side it's got a shopping list (laughs) you know I mean is there uh, the whole matter of texts is kind of very large in this one. It's it's very very it, it looms very large in, in throughout the whole the whole book. Uh, but given that it, we don't know when it was written by whom, probably by more than one person, probably over a, a period of hundreds of years, rather than the two days it's claimed in the <laughs> the myth that it took yeah. him when he was kind of locked in the shed, you know, on the on the border writing his uh, aphorisms for the people. So this whole question around text, you know. It um, reminds me, I forget who it was, it might have been De- Derrida or s- somebody, was looking at a, a, a notebook by, I think it's Friedrich Nature. And there's all these this thoughts about the will to power and this, that and the other. And then in the margin, it, there's a little note in Nature's handwriting, says, I've forgotten my umbrella. <laughs> and, and Derrida being the kind of perverse kind of character I think it was him. I might be wrong, so if you, you can correct me on this one. But he thought, well, I've got this, this, this bit of writing by nature. This is the interesting bit. I've forgotten my umbrella. And then proceeded to write a paper on the matter of, you, you know, nature forgetting his umbrella, rather than all the kind of deep philosophical doo-doo that's in, in, in the middle, uh, that's also on the ah, side Ah, philosoph-
0: philosophers, a rare breed
1: A rare breed, <laughs> yeah, well I think we need a kind of a bit of a position like that here eh? because the, the, those first two lines that unitist don't seem to be connected to the next two lines or, or three little stones' yeah, I guess a bit
0: more right wing after that Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the um, and then the final stanza seems disconnected again, you know. So we're, we're in this position of we've got somebody's shopping list with a few philosophical notes and a remark that he's forgotten his umbrella <laughs> and we've got to kind of make something of it. Now, faced with a situation like that, my, 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 my tendency is to say, I'm an artist, I've got some kind of little chunks of sense and meaning here and I'm going to play with them and do what I like with them, to be honest. you know. And we, we've, we've said this right the way through, this is an exercise in strong textualism. In which we allow our imaginations free play, um, stimulated by the, the Rorschach blot of the, of the text. So that's what I'm going to have to do with that. I mean, you picked up on that word or there, meaning perhaps some kind of uh, meditational intensity or aesthetic intensity or, or some experience of the sublime or something of that type. So let's take a look at the other translation we've been using, that of Victor Moyer, and look at this first stanza. And uh, he gives us this, the following. When the people do not fear the majestic, oh, great majesty will soon visit them. And it's almost the sense that, well, if they don't kind of kowtow to the emperor and the king, they'll send the troops in and chop the legs off of the cheek.
0: Well, that sounds like fun.
1: Yeah, you, you know, so... But at that, that but, but at the same time, well, maybe that's not the majesty of the state or the majesty of the em, the emperor, but, but the majest, the majesty of nature, the majesty of a, a tropical storm, the majesty of a tornado, the the, the, the the majesty of a blistering hot day. You know the the force of the the, the sheer force of nature, the sheer force of necessity and fate as we experience it as tiny little human beings, you know, and again I return again and again to the figure in the Dewey's paintings, they paint these huge, huge silk scrolls, six, seven feet, great big mountains, mist, swirling mist, floating worlds, forests, up the steep sides of hills, rivers, waterfalls, little pagodas, and then in the bottom two little people, about an eighth of an inch tall, and it's meant to convey that that feeling, and I I think that's probably what's being placed before us here well I'm willing to take it as that and to say that well when the people lack a centre hope in other words when when there is no inkling amongst the people in a village or in a community or perhaps even in a big society like in, in a large you know in a physically large society like the West the modern West if people don't in general have some sense of connection with their own dust-like significance in in, in the great play of things and the and the tremendous aesthetic experience the desirable aesthetic experience that goes along with that even though for some people it's not it's not pleasant they crap themselves they have a bad trip you know but but for others even though stirred and shaken they they'll come out and say that that's that sort of made me that that's uh, who I am now is because of that because I encountered that intensity and you'd think that think a populations without without that kind of participation in that that, that intensity and excess and, and and the celebration of that are likely to not give a shit about anything. You know because there's no there there is no compensation in life no festivity in life and all festivities based on on this kind of awe, on on the what I would call the encounter with the sublime you know real true festivals the ancient Dionysian festivals in which people merged with with, with, with the great forces of nature, but also with their with their communities in the oneness of community through celebration, through dancing, through through having ceremonies or whatever it might be. But tr- such societies can co. Either, first of all, they will cohere, and and and, and secondly, people's individual lives will will, will be. Will have within them a, 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 a wellspring of in, inspiration and and a, and, a, and a feeling of a deep, true encounter with life. Now we have to be very careful with this because this this ability of these kind of feelings within communities to produce cohesion is something that gets mobilized by fascists. You know, yeah. Even exactly. you see, they they realise something again. There's always like there's always like a small. A small atom of truth in the best propaganda and the best political despotism is filled by a very small element of truth. And the element of truth in in the fa- in the Nuremberg Rally is that, that, that people in uh, who, who generally live in communities and societies flourish and prosper, or or are more likely to flourish and prosper, if that celebratory aspect of life is fully, fully encountered. Um, accounted for you know. to my mind there should be more there should be more holidays than work days you know and, and in some, some countries they have, that, they have that many saints and each saint gets their college celebration and their procession through the, through the village and, and maybe the idol is taken from the temple through the village and everybody gets pissed and stoned and dances and, and throws things and laughs and giggles and shouts and has a great big party you know, and there are countries in the world still where there are more such days than there are working days.
0: That sounds nice. And, and you know,
1: Loutar's, one of Lao Tzu's agendas is, is you know, how can we devise a society that will prosper? He has a utopian imagination, which he puts to full use, you know. And he shows us how to use the utopian imagine, imagination. So this is a part of that, it seems to me, that first two lines. So what he's doing here, when the people lack a sense of whether well, he's bound to be disorder or disaster. This is uh, partly his utopian spectacle, but partly his advice to would-be rulers, you know, or the sage advisers of would-be rulers. The sage He's either the ruler himself or the advisor of the ruler. The sage, you know, the master. We spoke about the master last time. The person who, who generally agreed. Uh, uh, no, uh, has got a better idea of what's going on than the rest of us, therefore we ask them, when we have a, a conundrum, or a practical social problem to solve. The master, it's so a figure. I mean, Lao Tzu, the term Lao Tzu just means the old master, it wasn't the guy's name, it just means the old master, it's called the old master. Yeah. So so he's giving advice to rulers, and what, one is, well, make sure there are plenty of celebrations, but is further advice. Then there's a bit you say it makes sense, there's a bit more advice to, to as Well in other words. Well don't oppress them in their own homes, don't interfere with their means of livelihood. I mean this is again, he's a small government waller. He doesn't like too much imperial state interfering with the 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 uh, the organisation of of villages, which is basically what the the unit of, of society will have been the village at this time, a village of 100, 200, 300, 500 people, families, farmers, you know, chugging along, simple. If you come wading in there and telling them they can't do this, they can't do that, they can't do the other. She sounds like Nigel Farage, you know, an EU regulation, you know. But again, there's a grain of truth in it. You know, this is why I'm a kind of bit of a small is beautiful bloke. I think human life is best organised around societies of a manageable size. You know, we can then cooperate as such such units across the world. This would be more utopian speculation: a network of villages, all all the speaking to each other through the networks, and exchanging with each other across the planet. No nation states. What's the point? <laughs> you know? um, obviously, again, a bit of utopian speculation. But it's small, is beautiful. water. Which puts you? I mean, you can, be you can, you know, it's communistic anarchism to say that at the same time it's something that the far right espoused but never did incidentally I mean neoliberalism starts out extolling pretty well no no, no government very very quickly has retreated from that no neoliberal government in recent times has has dismantled the state they have now come to the realization they cannot dismantle the state Covid rubbed everybody's nose in that you needed a strong central state to do that. To, to do that, you know, and um, similarly, climate change isn't going to be dealt with without some sort of concerted effort, um, uh, collectively and across across the globe. And that kind of that tends to imply some kind of state, you know. So, so you do have to be a little bit careful with these ideas, but at the same time, realise. They they, uh, they they they've got currency right across any, uh, the, the political spectrum, if there is such a thing. Yeah. So you got to be a bit careful. So he's right, you know. But I mean, as you said earlier, when we were discussing this, oh well, so so everybody, we've just like so they're so you got a little village somewhere, and they're actually like making quite nice money running 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 child prostitution or something, you know. Yeah. And do we we not interfere? Well, well, of course you do. You have to remember, of course, uh, you know, other people would interfere with that, and rightfully, to stop it, you know. So, you've got to realise he's being very very hyperbolic. It's, It's a utopian speculation. It flattens out, it flattens out, you know, it talks in big generalities. It's, it's rhetorical, you know. So if you bear that in mind, you can say... And I think, well, it, it, you know, with, with caveats, he's right, small communities, best best scale to manage human life, yet the ability to organise, to do the big stuff that we need to do, that requires a bigger unit than that, the, than, say, a village or a place like Barmouth, or even a place like, I don't know, like Dudley or somewhere, you know, something with like a quarter of a million people or something. So, as we say, well, that datganoliad. Dat that If you want the proper word, there. That's
0: one of my favourite words.
1: <laughs> and as he, as he points out, if you don't try and depose them, they won't try to depose you. You know, and, I, and this, is, I don't think. I think even in our system of, of complete governmental megalomania, dangerous, demicidal... Suicidal, their wet dream is the the, the is, is apathetic people, you know. Yeah, it's apathetic people who 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 will just chug along doing their own thing in their own villages, and they will. You know, I mean, I should, should recall Slavoj Zizek, who, who goes goes all over the internet saying, "I am an old fashioned Marxist." He say to, people say to him, "Well, you know, we we need." Um, we need more, more sort of local grassroots democracy, and he says, "No, fuck that." He says, "I want to be in, my, I want to be in my study reading my books." He says, "I want a strong state to deal with all that, so I don't have to ever think about it again." <laughs> and, and I kind of thought I, I had a bit of a, a light bulb moment when he said that, you know, because I thought, "Well, yeah, actually." He, he said, "Have you ever been to a thir- Thursday night committee meeting?"
0: Oh God, yeah. Oh. I tell you what,
1: I got to a Thursday night committee meeting at the La- the modern Labour Party. I will say to the dear listeners I'm not a member of any political party but I did have a little dabble with them and it's a nightmare you know and these perfectly kind of reasonable people but it's a nightmare it's a nightmare of boredom and detail and, and, and nonsensical quibbles and so we need that as well you know but as he said a, Rishi Sunak he's now sitting there he's got, he's got all his fingers crossed and his toes crossed and he's wearing a lucky, fo- lucky four leaf cloud in the hope that if he keeps quiet, nobody'll notice. In other words, <laughs> if you don't oppose them, yeah, they won't try to depose you. You know. But what I'm getting from from my my efforts to put my ear to the ground is that pretty well everybody in 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 this country is pissed off one yeah. way or the other. They're, 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 they're expressing that pissed offness in a whole host of different ways, and they're, and, and, and they're interpreting what's happening to them through a whole lot of different lenses. Right away from complete fascist lenses, it's the Jews, it's the blacks, you know. It's don't the don't ilu- forget
0: the small boats; they're very it's important. It's
1: the small apparently. boats. It's the small boats yeah. and the Illuminati. Yeah. Right on the one side. Oh, and r- the aliens. Right the way over to 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 lefties rightfully claiming that the ordinary people are being robbed left, right, and centre in it by trickle up system. You know, so you get in all of that. But what is what I'm picking up is that the pissed offness is pretty universal, and it is because you feel you feel like you're in a straitjacket jacket and they're still tightening it up. Yeah. You know, and a lot of lefties don't mind a bit of centralised, draconian government state power. You know, there's still a bit of nostalgia for Stalinism. You know, amongst a few tankies and so forth. You know, and uh, but even even they uh, are saying, are standing up and saying, "Well, look, you know, I can't go and strike. I can't demonstrate." I can do nothing to try to to try and actually get meet the necessities of life. I feel completely in awe of the forces of capitalism which have reduced my my living standards almost overnight in the last six months by thirty percent and I can do nothing about it and I feel powerless and I'm ready to start making trouble If you don't oppose them, they won't try and depose you no. You know they're lining up in this country. The Tories will be trashed at the election. There's almost no doubt about it. I would say. But if if a Labour government forms with a majority, the 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 assault upon it will be massive, because they are going to carry on opposing people and put tightly in the jacket on people. And there will and there will be there will be an attempt to, to depose them. And the, it's, it's being prepared now, you know. There's so many people fucking ang- ang- angry about the, the U-turns, you know, and the, and the revelations of sabotage, you know, but the, and the revelation that the, the, the word Labour in the title is undeserved, you know. But it's just another neoliberal political party operating, keen to operate the trickle-up system. With its own little twist, you know, and this is about all that, yeah. But then it comes back to the sage, he's the one who's going to have to do the ruling or advising the ruler. And the sage's ability to rule is based on his self knowledge, his or her self knowledge. As we said, you know, this, this, that if there is a thesis in this entire book, it is that you can acquire some kind of self knowledge, some alignment with the Tao, which is somehow like. Not very much to do with your ego, but more to do with your your your, your, your emergence with the great right force, the great right, the great right movement of everything, and uh, and it's that encounter, it's it's that encounter, a project of gaining self knowledge, which can turn somebody into a sage who is then able to advise a ruler of a state. You know, this is the story. It's a story. It's just like a political and a spiritual story. Character matters. So the sageo really knows himself. He says, never shows himself off to his people. He loves himself, but without false pride. I mean, there's a lot to be said said about, about this. You know, this is, this is the meditative age, here, you know. And again, we, we spoke about this last time. There's this modesty. You have all this glory inside you, but if you do, do not don't flash it around. I mean, aye, they'll kill you. <laughs> it will upset the monkeys and they'll kill you. And B, it's 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 not the way to deal with that. You know, it's it will destroy it. it will. If anything can pervert it, that will. You know. So there's this massive emphasis on on, on modesty and courtesy and sitting in the background and not cry, not crowing. Do, do everything by doing nothing this is this is the whole non-doing thing obviously expressed very rhetorically and very sort of poetically and with a little bit you know quite a lot of hyperbole but nevertheless that's that that is a, a real thing um we have a saying in our country don't hide your light under a bushel Tzu's advice is: if you've got the light hide it under a bushel yeah so, but he says it kind of says something fairly alarming in, in, uh, here to some people. now. Well, the sage loves himself, but without false pride. And we hear a lot about narcissism these days. You know, the, this is the this is the fashionable um, mental illness of the, the day, or, or psychological syndrome, or personality disorder of the day. And you need to remember that all of these all of these categorisations are pre- pretty kind of arbitrary. I mean, to get diagnosed with depression the uh, the examining physician asks you sort of ten questions I don't know whether he's ten twelve something and ticks the box you know and say, do you wake up early in the morning no tick yes tick whatever you know uh, how's your appetite poor tick and if you tick five boxes out of the twelve or the ten you're depre- you're officially depressed and it works like it works like that now there are some people you know who have a self regard that's that's so utterly toxic. Yeah, they do. They they they'll do every, everything to 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 further their own gratification, regardless of how much suffering it causes to others. And may maybe even taking delight in the suffering caused to others, uh, in the process of them aggrandizing themselves. And, and and we call it narcissism. It's pretty fucking unpleasant and pretty fucking dangerous. But the idea that you don't love yourself uh, because. Uh, this is such a terrible thing that narcissism is such is the new it's the new bugbear, and people shouldn't somehow like a uh, uh, positive self regard. You know, uh, seems to me utter, utterly, crazy, utterly, utterly crazy. Uh, so I don't think there's anything more catastrophic for people than the self self hatred, you know, and 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 a uh, 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 guilt. Especially when the guilt has got no reason for it, and it, it's a well-known, it's a well-known discovery of psychoanalysis that the least, the most saintly people, the least guilty people, feel the most guilty. They have the strongest super egos, <laughs> you know. They punish themselves for the slightest thing. They'll go through agonies because they, because, they didn't give way in the queue to the old lady behind them or something. They, they did it unwittingly and then realize and then will torment themselves for months, you know it's you know the heightened conscience of, of saint like people um yeah, that can be pretty catastrophic pretty ca- pretty ca- catastrophic but a unit positive self regard is not a pathology in fact it's 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 the basis of a realized life you know and if people are full of self self hatred uh, they're not going to cooperate with each other when they when they need to when it's vital to our survival, they're gonna. We're gonna have the war. If the war of all against all means anything, it's when the people are so full of self hatred they can't work together to to, to further the interests of their community and themselves and and uh, and of humanity in general. So he's right about that, you know, as far as I can see. But there's a lot of considerations given our current our current kind of cultural setup. You know, you have to you have to do a, a fair bit of juggling. <laughs> you know? And then the last line, he discards the mask and wears his true face. This seems a bit weird. So he's saying, on the one hand, he's saying, hide your light under a bushel, be be very retiring, be a little bit of a shrinking violet. Don't let anybody know the majesty of the awe what's going on behind your eyes. Don't let them see any of that just quietly go about your business you' radiating good vibes which is basically this it's a bit of a worse story this right but then 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 a bit further on he, he's saying well discard the mask and, and, and wear your true face so, so it seems like you're saying the opposite of don't be a shrinking violet it seems like it he's saying you say well if you've got it flaunt it, you know but there's a there's there's, there's a there's a clue here he's, and again he's right about that drop the mask. Um, I mean, you could argue that uh, social interaction, or just interaction between people in general, it, it, it really, it's an encounter between, So the most basic encounter is between two, two people. And then after that, they get more complex. You can have like 10,000 people in a discussion, right? But the basic unit's like the conversation, two, two people. right? And it, it, the story goes that each one has a persona or a mask. So in a sense they're playing a part and they're using the mask, the theatrical mask which Jung called the persona. And, uh, in, the, in the ancient Greek theatre, the actors all wore masks with, 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 the, with what, what they were trying to communicate, it's an angry face, a sad face, a laughing face, just a mask to come on and that was a part of the theatrical art that gave the message with the mask. And this gave Jung, Jung the idea that in in real life this is what we do: we wear a mask, we play a part. And there's a lot of a lot of work in, in various branches of psychology that illustrate just that point. You know, the so- social interaction is mediated through through masks, through idea through an idea of ourselves that we want to present, and so forth. You know. And obviously, the, ma- the mask can be a very great tool in the, in the project of lying to everybody. So we see this. We should be very familiar with that in our culture. The mask. Let's say, it's taking you off. Says so don't wear it. Don't do it. Just be your true, your true. Your, show your true face. Of course, this, this is one of the, the great Zen questions, the Zen koan. You know, show me your true face before you were born. And that's your test when you can show the mask to your true face before you were born. You, you, you get the certificate, you know, <laughs> you are enlightened, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a Lao Tzu came up with that, you know, it's a uh, don't wear the mask. But what, what is if he appears contradictory, it's because we've missed the fact that when you don't wear a mask, nobody knows you're not wearing a mask, nobody knows that Lao Tzu isn't wearing a mask. They think he's wearing the biggest, the heaviest, thickest mask of the lot. If you can, if you can move through the world without that mask, no one will. You, you have it's a great revelation. Nobody knows, nobody notices. But it's amazingly liberating because you don't have to be doing all that work of maintaining the mask because it's an act of maintenance. It consumes energy. People who are keeping face all the time wear themselves out with that. He's saying hey, it, If you're a sage even if you're not a sage, do that and you'll be a sage before very long, you know, it's actually a method as well, this is actually a meditative method that doesn't entail sitting in a cell on your own for six years or 10 years or 12 years or a lifetime, but actually entails going about in the world, you know, here is your task, for the next six months go about in the world with no mask and learn. And just be open and receptive because wearing no mask, you can be open and receptive because you're not working to maintain the mask. You're not making all that noise inside your your inner space, as it were. By maintaining the mask, you're thinking what to say, of creating the right impression, of passing the interview, you know, or or, of accomplishing the seduction or whatever fucking thing it might be, you know, or getting the people to vote for you wherever it might be, this whole game of masks ditch it and uh, I can assure assure you as a a method you'll learn so much stuff and it's not our image of a formal meditation but it's a deep and profound meditation so there's a lot of stuff in there in those few lines and it is muddled and confused and contradictory and uh, so I make no apology for, for, for grabbing it and making something out of it and what I make out of it is that Small is beautiful. Nevertheless, we need to cooperate on scale. Now, as well as well, you know, if we're going to do utopias. Secondly, in terms of your personal me- meditation, you know, try di- try d- ditching the mask.
0: Both <laughs> <laughs> well, something to consider with the uh, the mask dropping um, idea. Is um, the problem with that one, I mean, I mean it is, you know, it would be very revelatory, I'm sure, but I've <laughs> got the problem, is if you do have deep fears and insecurities and traumas and you sort of show that to the world, that uh, people who are not very nice would take advantage of those yeah. and use them against you. And so that that is a a, a bit oh, yeah. problem. I'm just thinking if uh, certain people, if we said said that to them, they'd be they'd be like, oh god, I can't, no. you know, show show that very soft side of, like to certain Absol- people in my life Absol- because I mean, they um, they just abuse me, you know. So mm. that yeah, but it's just something to consider before it, you drop the basket.
1: It is, it is. I mean, I I, I would say that every powerful med- meditation method or investigatory method even is is also dangerous. You
0: know. Yes, that, that's a very good point to make. Every, every single that's one, really good point. even
1: if it's of a completely different style yeah, to It's this. not
0: just jumping around in the flowers and experiencing bliss, is it? No. You
1: know. No. 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 <laughs> and also, I, I, I would say he, he doesn't say, like, you know, just go and announce yourself, hello everybody, here I am, look at my wonderful vulnerability. Mm. You know, because that would be the mask again. He just, he just, what do you say? He just wears his true face. And that, that actually means you're just not wasting your energy playing that daft game. You're yeah. just there, you're in it, you're in, you're in repose, in the situation. Chatting with your mates in the pub, socialising at the party, you know, having a conversation about the weather with a passer-by like you do around here, you know, admiring somebody's dog, whatever it might be, all very, very ordinary, you know, Not uh, and... That there's a way of doing it, you know. So like anybody listening, you know, don't, uh, I've had this happen to me a few times. It's all Pete Yates said, and they got the wrong end of the stick. Or some, some, or I said to them. completely the wrong end of the stick, and turned what I said 380 degrees, and then, then ra- ran out, rampaging all over, all over their life and the people in their life with this, this completely misunderstood idea, you know. So, I mean, I've learned to keep my ghost shut. For for, for for that for other reasons beside that but for that that reason mm. uh, uh, amongst others you know it's very easy for people to get their own realistic. I
0: think uh, one way to uh, do the mask dropping exercise with a, a little bit more safety would be that um you can just be quiet.
1: That's it. You know,
0: that's you don't what's... need to, it's like, it doesn't mean that you have to kind of like run out to like everybody and you always speak your mind of absolutely any tiny thing that's on your mind or you, you used to, mm-hmm. used, I don't mm-hmm. know, you walk into a room, tell everybody your deepest, darkest secrets and, and problems, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, you, you can drop the mask, but just, yeah. just, just, just be quiet. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, th- this is actually what he's saying, you know. He's saying, he's how you wear your true face, but be, be, be quiet, be retiring. Yeah. yeah. Do not show yourself off to your people. Don't show yourself off to your people. But at the same time, wear your true face. The point is, wearing your true face precisely amounts to not showing off to it's, it's the people. It's like it's if, if, if it's your true face that's on the surface rather than the mask, there's there's a certain kind of invisibility and protection and inscrutability. What's that inscrutable? You know, the inscrutable sage. You can't be scruted. The original face can't be screwed, except by somebody who knows the original face, in which case it doesn't matter. It's, it, then we, we, can, we can have a good laugh together then.
0: Well, thank you for being with us here on the sofa today, and I hope you all found that interesting, and we'll speak to you again soon.